Hello, how are you? I'm good. How have you been? I've been good. Super excited about the second episode, right? I know. I'm happy to get back on recording. It's been so fun. So yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for this one. Just to answer all the questions we got. We got some really good questions. Um, And yeah, I hope you guys have all been doing well too. Mm -hmm. Of course, you enjoyed our first episode. (laughs) Yeah, wow. (laughs) I mean, we're recording this now. Yeah, exactly. We're recording this now. We haven't actually uh, published the first one. So we haven't gotten your feedback yet, but we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, And yeah, like I said, hopefully you enjoyed the first one. I'm sitting here. The sun is shining in Stockholm and I've made myself some spearmint tea with some raw honey, getting the energy going. And I'm using the spearmint to open up my um, air how do you say airways? No, pathways so that I can speak no clearly and have a clear throat. <laughs> I love that for you. I've just got some lemon ginger water. So unfortunately, oh, my water too. boiler broke, so I couldn't make tea, yeah. which was very sad. <laughs> yeah, no, water is good too. <laughs> it is. But it's crazy how much you, te- you depend on like a water boiler or something warm, you know? Yeah. I'm sitting yeah, wrapped, I'm... wrapped in a blanket as well. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and so before we begin, welcome yet another time to the Celery Juice Talk podcast. Um, we are your hosts, Vala and Elvie, and we're here to talk about all things health and holistic healing. And we're so, so happy and excited to have you here. And if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would benefit from it. And without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. (laughs) All right. So we got a bunch of questions on both our Seller Juice Talks podcast. Um, Why do I keep on saying podcast? I mean, Instagram (laughs) account. (laughs) Um, uh, so if you don't follow us on there please go ahead because we will be sharing you know some more personal stuff on there doing some Mm -hmm. cute little posts and stories also always announcing the episodes of course so you do get a little bit of a sneak peek on there if you are interested (laughs) yeah and we also did share the Q&A on our um, health accounts as well. So exactly. she's powered by plants and LV heels. Go follow yes. us on there as well. Um, <laughs> but we got a lot and hopefully we will get to at least, you know, six or seven of them today. We'll yeah. see how uh, long it takes for us to answer each of the questions. And mm-hmm. I mean, I would be so open to dedicating another episode on a Q&A in the future as mm-hmm. well. I'm sure there will be more of them coming um, yeah I mean so definitely a part just... two for the the yeah. questions that we got asked now I think that would be definitely nice that would yeah. definitely be nice <laughs> that would be very nice <laughs> so the first question that we got I thought this was a good one to start us off with because it kind of relates to our first episode. Um, so in case you haven't listened to that one yet, definitely check that one out. Um, but somebody asked us or said, um, I'm new to this whole celery juice thing. And uh, what are the benefits of drinking celery juice? I mean, definitely go and check our last and first po- uh, podcast episode out. 
because mm -hmm. we go really into depth on that topic in it. But to quickly give you an answer, um, celery juice contains this special sodium cluster salt, and it's a subgroup of mineral salts that basically destroy pathogens. And it's the ultimate neurotransmitter chemical and the most powerful electrolyte beverage. So it really hydrates our body on a cellular level and giving it the right tools to heal. Um, <clears throat> it restores our, our hydrochloric acid. And basically what that means is that it helps our body to digest and become more susceptible to, um, you know, um, picking, picking up all of the minerals and vitamins in the food that we do eat. And mm -hmm. it kills off all the bugs that lay behind what we call in today's society, quote unquote, autoimmune diseases or chronic illness. And it helps us to flush out toxins, old pharmaceuticals, um, heavy metals, pesticides, herbicides, and all of these toxins usually tend to end up in the liver. So the celery, ju the celery juice <laughs> goes into the <laughs> liver and sweeps it out of the body and liver and helps it to cleanse it out. Um, and it, I mean, it relieves, um, so many symptoms such as, you know, acne, autoimmune disease, brain fog, cancer, constipation, joint pain, Lyme disease, just to name a few. <laughs> there really mm -hmm. are, there is a laundry list of all the things that it will help you to heal relief from. Yeah. And if you are new to celery juice, we also mentioned in the last episode the importance of taking it in baby steps rather than going full out straight away because your body mm -hmm. will start to detox on a much deeper level. And sometimes that can be too much depending on your viral load or pathogen load in your body. So really listen inwards, listen to how it does feel after trying celery juice out first thing in the morning. And if you react strongly to the taste, um, you can, you know, put some apple, ginger, lemon into it and mm -hmm. slowly ease into putting less of those other things because it is when we do drink half a liter of celery juice every morning on an empty stomach without anything else when it is most beneficial to us. And I think that maybe you have something to add when it comes to, you know, not being too hard on yourself if you miss celery juice, because I think that's <laughs> mentioning. It's super important. Exactly. I think at the beginning of your healing journey, of course, you really want to be consistent with it. But again, it's every day is so different. And so I think, yeah, it's it's really important not to be too hard on yourself because mindset really does play a massive role in it as well. And so if you do have to miss a day or, uh, you know, for whatever reason you can't have it that day, it's okay. And it's not going to completely reset your uh, your healing journey or all the the process that you've made already because in the end what you do most of the time plays a role and not what you do sometimes mm -hmm. um and so yeah it's 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 what you can apply to your lifestyle um and what works for you in your daily life because 
what might be possible for one person might not be a real realistic for another person. And so it's completely fine to, and it's so important to find your own way of like doing it uh, and what works for you, because in the end it is your life. And if you're going to try to do it the way that somebody else is doing, it might not be a, a realistic, like long-term solution for you. So yeah, okay. definitely just listen to your body and kind of see what works for your kind of lifestyle. Yeah, just go with that. Yeah, I think there's so much to talk about celery juice, but I mm -hmm. think give it a try and see how you feel afterwards. And exactly. It, you might not experience a um, relief from it like straight away. Mm -hmm. It might take a week, it might take a month, two months, but there are so many healing properties in it and you will get better for sure. Definitely. So let's get into the second question mm -hmm. um, where someone asks or two people have asked, but they're kind of similar. Um, one asked, what are you healing from? And the other one asked, how did you know it was time to heal? What's your take on that? Um, okay, so definitely, first of all, to uh, talk a little bit about what I'm healing from. As mentioned in the first episode, I have eczema. I've pretty much had it all my life. And so I think that is definitely like my main health concern, <laughs> so to say. Um, and like, yeah, just kind of like the main thing that I'm, I'm trying to heal and healing from. And I think we're definitely gonna make uh, another two episodes on each of our healing stories. So we're definitely going to go much deeper into this question as well but just to give you like a little bit of an idea of like what we're dealing with individually <laughs> um but so my eczema I've, I actually also had it on my scalp and so because of that I had obviously a really itchy scalp and also a lot of dandruff and this kind I didn't have this all my life but it kind of occurred more when I was living in Italy and so I think it had a lot to do with like my diet change um, because moving from Asia, I wasn't really eating much dairy there just because they don't really like have a lot of dairy. Mm -hmm. um, they use more like coconut uh, alternatives. And so it just like out, not even like out of choice. It just kind of happened that I didn't really eat much dairy. And so obviously coming to Italy, I think that had a massive impact on me. Um, and so and in general, my eczema was getting a lot worse there um, for different reasons. And so, yeah, that's one thing that I I have pretty much completely recovered from, actually, um, which Amazing. I'm super happy about um, because, yeah, that it it's it seems like such a small thing. But in the end, like it, it really has so many impacts. And yeah, we'll definitely go into that more when we talk about each of our healing stories. But I also struggle with acne. Um, I think that is something that I, I mean, I didn't really have, I don't have like cystic acne, but I, I think I didn't really like recognize it super much over the years. I mean, I always had kind of like problems with pimples around like my chin, chin area and stuff, but I never really recognized it as like proper acne because I think I was like so focused on my eczema that like, I didn't even see anything else. Um, but yeah. that's definitely something that has gotten a little bit worse actually um, at the moment, especially. And so, yeah, I'm kind of still figuring out <laughs> how to deal with that and uh, mm. what, what kind of things can help me with that. 
And then I'm also healing from uh, brain fog and memory loss. So this is, again, something that I didn't really consciously, like, notice. I just kind of thought it was pretty normal. Um, I just thought I had, like, bad memory or something. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, definitely reading about uh, on medical medium and stuff, I realized that that's just a symptom that I have. And so it's gotten, it's, there's times where it's better and times where it's worse, but uh, I'm definitely still healing from that. Um, Then also uh, bloating. So I would say definitely it's gotten a lot better. And like, I kind of know which foods uh, are like inflaming for me um, and things that I like don't um, digest very well. And so I've kind of like gotten that under control pretty much. Um, And I also struggled with very heavy periods and very severe cramps for a long time. Um, And that has gotten so much better since, especially since I went plant-based. And of course, there's still months where it can be very painful. But then other months, I truly do not feel it at all. Maybe on the first day, like a little bit of cramps. And so that is honestly just such a blessing because, mm-hmm. yeah, just having such inc- like severe pain every single month to the extent where like you can't leave bed for a couple of days. It's just like, it's crazy. Like that's not what it should be like. And so, yeah, I'm no, really glad that that's been getting better. And lastly, I would say... Um, I've also been struggling with emotional eating. So again, this is not something that I was super conscious about. (laughs) I think especially in kind of my teen years, I was, uh, uh, yeah, I I was just kind of like eating things and like didn't really realize that it was because I was feeling certain feelings and wasn't like properly um, confronting them in a way. And so especially like moving away from uh anybody so like I'm living alone now um and so yeah just living alone I feel like you're much more aware of yourself (laughs) and what you do Um, exactly um and so yeah definitely that's something that I've been working on a lot um and also a topic that I think we want to go into deeper because I know that a lot of people struggle with that so yeah that's a little bit about the things that I'm healing yeah and how did you know it was time to heal like when did you feel right. it was time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I mean properly like myself taking the step to like finding a solution I mean I've all my life I've been obviously searching for a solution for my eczema um but I think definitely in Milan uh, 2020 like right before corona uh kind of broke out I my skin was truly at its worst and it was really just like disrupting my day-to-day and I mean it was all over my face and like it really just like Mm -hmm. I I mean I was I was just bleeding constantly pretty much and it was just obviously so itchy and no creams would help and nothing was like a relief or anything and so yeah it just felt super super frustrated and yeah like I said I mean just like simple daily tasks were just such an issue for me and and yeah it's just at that point you just kind of realize like okay something's got to change like there's got to be something out there that will like relieve me in any way and so 
yeah, I think that's kind of the point where <laughs> I realized like I gotta do something. <laughs> yeah. So wow. Yeah. Well, for myself, I'm healing from a lot of things as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I started my healing journey five years ago. So I feel like I've really gotten such a long way down the line or down my journey. Mm -hmm. um, I believe like health is a journey and not a destination. So I feel like you can constantly contribute to healing and prevention Absolutely. as well. Um, because you don't have to be sick to take care of your body. Yeah. Um, but my symptoms started to show when I was 12, like I mentioned briefly in my, uh, in our last episode. And those were like, including fevers, um, hot flashes. I would have chronic tonsillitis. I think I would get it like twice a month. And wow. I would take, you know, I would have to go on so much antibiotics, but I know mm -hmm. better now. And I, you know, let's not even get into that here. <laughs> um, I would, you know, I felt very lightheaded and had anemia. So whenever I would stand up, you call it pot syndrome, but it's like when you stand up it, you know, it, your eyes turn black or you can't see anything and you would get wow. this, like, I would fall down on the floor many yeah. times fainting. Um, so it was also like a little bit scary because I didn't know, like I could get pretty hurt if I stood mm -hmm. up in the wrong place and fell onto yeah. like the wrong thing, but luckily mm -hmm. nothing bad has happened. And, you know, these neurological symptoms like blurry eyes and vision, you know, trying to look at something and concentrate with your vision, mm -hmm. but you can't really focus Mm -hmm. um, together with brain fog and memory loss, which is crazy because I would have a thought in my head and mm -hmm. I would forget it as I was speaking. So mm -hmm. I would be like, I'm sorry, I can't finish this sentence. <laughs> I relate um, to that. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people relate to that, even though like yeah. a lot of people aren't aware that it's an actual symptom and they're a logical exactly. symptom. They just have accepted like, oh, I'm a forgetful person, you know. Yeah, but yeah. now my memory is like back. I wouldn't say to a hundred percent, but it's so mm -hmm. much better. Like I can remember what I ate five minutes ago, and that's that's a huge <laughs> win for me. <laughs> um, oh, and great. I would have. I had a lot of hair loss. I think I lost like fifty percent of my hair, like at mm -hmm. least half of it. Um, wow. A lot of. Um, like weight gain weight loss so a lot of I don't know how to call it but like up and down in weight fluctuating, without changing, yeah, fluctuating in weight without changing anything in my diet yeah. um trouble thinking and speaking like I said before um I would also have like an itchy scalp at times and very cold hands and feet and mm -hmm. I guess that was related to my hypothyroidism problems mm -hmm. with my thyroid glands um chronic uh, fatigue syndrome adrenal fatigue and um i would also have occasional acne and you know these um spasms bloating mm -hmm. is one and feeling very like nauseous um or even like very out of it almost as if i was drunk like i would walk around and I would feel like I was drunk, you know, that feeling mm -hmm. of brain fog together with like not being able to concentrate and as mm -hmm. if the world is just spinning around. 
Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, those are just to name a few, but I guess a lot of it has been very debilitating and I knew it was time to heal when I understood that no one else is going to help me. I need to put my own health into my own hands and mm -hmm. really figure this out by myself. Um, and that's kind of like if you are 19 and you're already like so you feel like your life doesn't have a meaning anymore because you can't live a normal life. You're basically just exactly. bedridden. It's so crazy, but... I did like I had lost all my hope because I'd put all of my trust into um, all the doctors and, you know, all of these amazing people who do um, want to help people, but mm -hmm. they didn't have the answers that I was looking for. And even though they might have, you know, prescribed me with some medicine or some practices to do, nothing helped. I, mm -hmm. I would give everything an honest try because I was desperate to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. But then at one point, you kind of, you know, just give up because you mm -hmm. notice that, um, what do I do now? Like, mm -hmm. nothing helps. So mm -hmm. that's when I felt um, it was time to heal. When I found the medical medium book, and I understood that it was possible to heal because mm -hmm. a lot of the medical um, society, I mean, Western medicine in general, they tend to blame your body by calling it an autoimmune disease or like your yeah. body is attacking itself or you're experiencing these symptoms because you're lazy and you don't move enough or whatever. And mm -hmm. I think that's that can be very, you know, it can strip a lot of people from their hope. So mm -hmm. when I did find the answers and like the courage and inspiration that my body holds the answers to healing, if I just give it the right circumstances, yeah. then I knew like I can heal and I will heal. And I was so determined because I wanted mm -hmm. to have my life back and I wanted to become, you know, the old Elvira without any symptoms. And mm -hmm. today I am like the old Elvira, but I'm, an upgraded version because I've grown so much from this journey as well, you know? So that's I love great. that. <laughs> yeah, but I can definitely relate also to what you said about uh, kind of relying on, uh, especially like other doctors and things like that. Uh, I mean, personally, I, we were seeking, I mean, I know you were also seeking out a lot of holistic uh, doctors. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like you know, you try so many different things um, and just nothing shows you results. And it's just, it's such a frustrating cycle because you gain new hope when you see somebody new and they're telling you all of these things that they do. Mm -hmm. And maybe it works for a short period of time, but personally, I never experienced like long-term results. I mean, otherwise <laughs> I probably would have not <laughs> have joined the medical medium. And so... Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's quite the like vicious cycle in a way because you kind of like, yeah, always like turn to somebody else for help and then you kind of get some help. And so I think one thing that, um, we definitely learned at IIN was that you are your own healer. Your body mm -hmm. is always gonna try to heal itself 
if given the right circumstances and environment. Um, and so I think that is something that many people don't really realize or don't know. Um, because in our society, it is very much like if you have an issue, you go to a doctor. It's kind of like yeah. fixing your car. Like if your car is broken, then you go to like a mechanic. Is that yeah, what they're mechanic. called? Yeah, <laughs> mechanic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, and you get the car fixed and they fix your problem. And it's kind of like the same with your body. It's like if there's something wrong with your body, you're in society, you're kind of told to go to somebody else, like a doctor or, you know, whatever kind of help you seek out. And they will, in quotation marks, fix you. Um, mm -hmm. But in reality, you just have to turn inwards and ask your body, what do you need right now? And I think pe people nowadays are so out of tune with their bodies that they're not able to hear what your body is telling you and that I find super scary but I think more and more of course people are you know learning new ways and things to to turn inwards and like uh yeah really connect with yourself again so yeah and that's the yeah. thing like I also believe that the time like you will know when it's time to heal within your body mm -hmm. because you will find this spark of hope and you'll find mm -hmm yourself um in an inspired and motivated position that you mm -hmm. didn't find yourself in before because it's easy when you're feeling sick or you know when you have a cold or flu to just drop everything and put your health into someone else's hands because that's yeah. easier than fixing the problem yourself and finding the root cause of why you are sick mm -hmm. whilst a doctor you go to them you say what you're feeling and they just, you know, hand out the um, prescriptions as if mm -hmm. it's, you know, free samples. And mm -hmm. without really asking these, you know, follow up questions like, what is your diet exactly. like? How much sleep do you get? Are you feeling stressed on a day to day basis? What else mm -hmm. is going on in your life? And I think all of mm -hmm. those play a huge role. And so big, yeah. when you are at your lowest point in life in terms of like health, Mm -hmm. you will at one point find that spark of light and see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm mm -hmm. so sure of that. Absolutely. And I think also, I mean, divine timing, it's, I think mm -hmm. it's such a massive thing that, yeah, just being in the right place at the right time um, and for things to kind of come up in your life for a reason. I truly believe that like everything yeah everything happens for a reason and I think mm -hmm. like you said you, you will at one point be in a like a time in your life where you know certain things are more prevalent than others and like you said like with healing it it will come at the right time yeah and then you will be dedicated and you will uh yeah find your own way to to healing so yeah mm -hmm. I thought that was really beautiful I just wanted to add that like hopefully our mm -hmm. podcast will also contribute to yeah. you finding that inspiration of wanting to mm -hmm. heal because we will cover so many topics that are mm -hmm. a huge part of healing and I strongly believe that having a good holistic organic plant-based diet is a huge yeah. part but there are so many other aspects and if you are familiar with IIN you know that primary foods which basically are, you know, 
the your life what's going on in your life mm -hmm. in your relationships at your job how are you in your career all of those different things mm -hmm. play such a huge role as well to finding a balance and creating a good foundation to start yeah. your healing journey yeah i completely agree okay let's get into the next one um so somebody asked what was the reason you got interested in or passionate about holistic nutrition do you want to give your answer to it <laughs> yeah well i have grown up in a family where my mom has always been very into holistic nutrition she is um amazing and she would always you know provide us with good nutritious home cooked meals she would do everything from like the fruit or the vegetable itself she would never buy uh processed food she would like literally never give it to us because i remember <laughs> when i was a child she would want like i would ask like why don't i get those cookies like my friends or that ice cream or why can't i have candy and i mean of course i would get it occasionally but not on a daily basis as a lot of other kids mm -hmm. and when you're young you don't understand the value of you know true nutrition um mm -hmm. because maybe you don't go into those thoughts but mm -hmm. i mean i guess that my mom she would always you know tell us eat your veggies before dinner um and you know develop this whole mindset towards um it's very important to include Uh, colors on your plate to have lots of veggies before dinner um, and lots of fruit and when I did start to become sick um, I just understood I that there was something wrong with my diet because I would feel a certain way after having certain foods so I could mm -hmm. already then try to almost put the pieces of the puzzle together but I wouldn't really understand because when you are like suffering with so many symptoms like we said before memory loss and brain, brain fog kind of makes it hard to puzzle mm -hmm. the pieces together um mm -hmm. but that's when I kind of started to develop this huge interest because I would go online and research day in and night out I don't know if you can say that but you probably get what I mean <laughs> day I, in that and would, out <laughs> Yeah, day in and out and night because, you know, I was just <laughs> up studying and learning and watching documentaries. And I mean, How Not to Die is a great example of that. And mm -hmm. the medical medium book as well. It just makes so much sense to me mm -hmm. um, about the whole part where holistic nutrition is so essential to healing. And mm -hmm. I understood that and I uh, applied it to my own healing journey and saw the results. And I've mm -hmm. seen it with, you know, my friends and family who do take some of my advice as a holistic mm -hmm. health coach and <laughs> they notice that they're getting more energy and that some of their symptoms suddenly disappear but obviously mm -hmm. there is a reason behind it so <laughs> I guess <Suddenly>. my <laughs> interest for it has yeah it has like come day by day and it has grown so much especially mm -hmm. ever since I started out medical medium five years ago and I mean there are so many deep um, ways you can go into nutrition mm -hmm. to understand how it impacts your body and I think that's so cool yeah absolutely what about that's you really... when did your start 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I am going to say really quickly, um, I think it's amazing that your mom from the very beginning also kind of gave you the mindset aspect and not just like eat this just because, <laughs> but really like, mm -hmm. you know, colorful and all those things. So that's really amazing. Yeah, not a lot of yeah. people have that, oh, I think. So no. yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, <mom>. but to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's listening to this right now so yeah exactly <laughs> hi <laughs> um yeah so to get into uh for my story um I think likewise my my parents have always been very kind of conscious about like what they give us like eating wise um but also like medicine wise and stuff um so my mom has worked with a homeopath um lady since before I was born I think when my sister was one years old um she started working with her or no she's she did a course when she was pregnant with my sister something like that or pregnant mm -hmm. with me anyways <laughs> <laughs> um and so she has been like our little guru <laughs> just like helping us along um and so that has definitely like helped me kind of understand that yeah there's there's an there's another way for um for you to kind of go about certain issues that you have other than like the traditional like western medicine um and so that has definitely like helped me keep an open mind or in general have an open mind towards that sort of aspect um and of course she she did always uh try to uh give us a very healthy um like diet um sometimes of course it didn't work so well I think my sister and I were definitely <laughs> like little devils just like always trying to get all the stuff that she <laughs> didn't want us to eat so I remember like Back in Rome, we would whenever we went back to the bakery with my dad. It, <laughs> like we were always lucky when we went with my dad because then we asked him if we could have like a pizza bianca because we loved those. <laughs> But with my mom, we would never get it. <laughs> she would never allow us because she always wanted us wanted us to have like the multi grain bread. Um, yeah. And so you know, in little ways, we always tried to like get our way. <laughs> <laughs> um but of course that from a young age we always kind of like understood that like a healthy diet is like very important even though we didn't necessarily want to see it that way um and so yeah definitely in that sense like my parents have always been very big big cooks um and so that whole like aspect of like cooking at home and like you know putting love into your food all of those things have definitely like been ingrained since I was like very very young um so I think that's also kind of where my passion for cooking comes from um mm. just like seeing them mm -hmm. cooking together and yeah just like spending that quality time I think is also so special um and so yeah I'm very really grateful that in that area I feel very like uh fulfilled in a way um mm. but Yeah, I think for myself, I definitely uh, found the passion for it when, um, I guess when I made the f my first diet, uh, I went vegetarian in um, 2018. Um, and so then, of course, I was focusing more on like vegetables and fruits and things, um, because obviously beforehand, uh, like 
you know, a lot of, I, I did eat quite, a, I mean, in Singapore, we didn't eat as much meat, but, you know, we did, meat was quite a big part of my diet back then. Um, and so obviously cutting that out, I kind of had to like look for other things to eat. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously living in Asia, we didn't really eat much dairy. And so we were, I was pretty much vegan at that point, even though like when I went back to Europe, I did still eat like uh, dairy occasionally. But in that sense, like there, yeah, you, you know, you just, you have to kind of seek out new possibilities of things to make. Mm -hmm. And of course, my mom also always was looking for new recipes and kind of got into like a lot of um, like uh, people that have like cookbooks that are like more plant-based focused. Um, and mm -hmm. so we were trying out a lot of those recipes. Um, and then I kind of really realized like that I was really just like excited about making all these recipes and it was just so fun for me. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of like for the diet kind of shift. Um, mm -hmm. And I would say like holistic nutrition in general, I think for the, for like a little while, I did kind of believe that you could heal like anything with a diet change. Um, and so now obviously I know that a lot of other things also play a role. Um, and I think that really came with uh, doing, I did a 10 week nutrition, holistic nutrition course. Um, and obviously there we covered a lot of um, other aspects of like, other than your diet. Mm -hmm. And so then I think I kind of realized like, okay, there's also other things that go in, come into health and not just your diet. <laughs> um, so that was like a big eye opener for me. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of like my story to that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And now when you were talking about this thing, how, you know, you were so sure that diet can heal you. And of course, there are other parts like we mentioned before. But I remember <laughs> that my mom, she has this cookbook and mm -hmm. the title of it, it's in Swedish, but I mean, translated into English, it said, food is your medicine. And I mean, I had, mm -hmm. I can remember that in my mind from a young age, you know, seeing it every day. And I think that also, you know, encouraged me to go into this path of holistic yeah. nutrition. And that's yeah. so cool how something that you notice when you're little still sticks in your brain. Mm -hmm. So I guess we've both learned some pretty good ways into, mm -hmm. you know, incorporating healthy, holistic nutrition into the lives of our babies one day. And I'm so excited. About that. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> but yeah, that the food is your medicine. That reminds me of the quote from uh, Hippocrates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy, thy food. I think that's so true. Yeah. Like you really are what you put into your body, you know? I mean, yeah. of course, but that again, like what you put into your body, not just physically like food, but also mm -hmm. what you consume, like, um, I don't know, listening to things, seeing things, uh, you know, social media, all those things you're consuming, your body is consuming that. And so if you're constantly consuming like negative things, like, I don't know, negative news or like negative things on social media, like a lot of, you know, I yeah, don't know. Or from your uh, relationships. True, exactly. Like that all plays, your body digests that just like it digests the food that you put inside, like, that you eat um 
and that was like a massive realization for me the mm. fact that like you can't just have like even somebody who has in quotation marks the perfect diet like for them obviously there is no perfect diet but for them the perfect diet but they live in a very stressful environment uh, and you know their mindset maybe is very negative and they yeah you know like things like sleep they don't get a lot of sleep all those things he's not going to be healthy even though he's consuming for him the most healthy diet and so exactly. that is like that blows my mind but yeah super interesting yeah. <laughs> it really is it really is let's yeah. dive right into the next one where they ask what were the main food changes you made at the start of this journey and what changes did you notice um as in how you felt etc when you did start so definitely my main food changes that i made at the start of my journey um as i said i first I think I did go vegetarian for my skin because I watched the documentary, uh, What the Health, uh, and that really opened my eyes to, like, uh, yeah, how much, like, animal products can affect um, your, especially for me, for my eczema, but in general, like, your health. Um, and so that's when I decided to cut that out, and that definitely made me feel better just because I also care so much about animals I'm such an animal lover and so it was kind of like it just made sense to me to go vegetarian because yeah just for ethical reasons but also health reasons and so it was just it seemed super it was like why haven't I done this earlier you know um, <laughs> and so yeah that was like the first food diet change that I made um and um then in obviously in 2020 i um shifted to a, a completely plant-based diet so um obviously i'd already cut out like uh, meat and fish and so then i also cut out uh, dairy and eggs um and then of course like going into the medical medium for anybody that's not familiar he has like a list of like in quotation marks like no foods um I mean, it's just, it's basically foods that like will trigger um, like uh, pathogens and viruses in your body. And so for a lot of people, these things cause issues. Um, and so for myself, I realized that gluten was a massive issue. Um, and I'd definitely been eating a lot of gluten. So that was a massive game changer for me. Um, and obviously, like I said, dairy and eggs I cut out. Um, and I think a big change for me was also the artificial flavors and natural flavors and just becoming aware of like how much, first of all, in how many products, like uh, mm -hmm. in the grocery store, there are like artificial flavors. It's like, you don't even realize in how many things they put in all of these different things. And so, yeah, yeah that's definitely something that um, I paid more attention to. Um, and of course, also, uh, like in restaurants, they add a lot of, uh, how do you say, like, uh, to how make the taste more intense. Salt. Uh, MSG. Yeah, salt. MSG, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. And so that I became more aware of. And obviously, with quarantine, we weren't really, like, eating out. And so... Yeah, that was really, like, a conscious choice to, like, eat out less. But, like, in general, I'm just more aware of, like, also the places where you do go eat just 
just like knowing where like the food is coming from and all those things I think mm. is super important um and yeah in general I think so those are things that I took out of my diet. Um, but of course, we want to emphasize on adding good things into the diet. <laughs> um, and so some of those things were obviously like celery. So I was uh, trying to or I did drink celery juice um, every single day. So that obviously made me feel I mean, a mix of things, of course, with healing. <laughs> it made me feel worse at times, but in general, uh, it did make me feel a lot better. And I included a lot of red-skinned apples and dates um, and a lot of spinach, of course, and just like really hydrating foods like cucumber, um, just like a lot of fruits. I ate like watermelon, uh, yeah, watermelon and pineapples, things like that. Um mm -hmm. So yeah, those are kind of the things that I focused on. Um, and f in terms of like how I felt, I think definitely the first thing that I realized were my energy levels. Um, so at the very beginning of my journey, I did uh, the 28 day uh, cleanse from medical medium, mm, which is basically amazing. 28 days of eating uh, a raw diet, raw plant-based diet. Um, and he basically recommends that for people, especially like with eczema and like skin issues, because it's just like a really good cleanse for your body. Um, and so I did that. Um, and there I really realized like how much of an effect this like lifestyle or like way of eating has on me because like, I was just so energized and I mean we really weren't mm. doing anything because we're in quarantine but I was super super energized which I think really yeah kind of also motivated me to keep going because obviously beforehand I was feeling pretty not good <laughs> um mm. and so yeah that was like a huge motivator for me um and of course at the very beginning my skin cleared up really really well for like a little while but then obviously with like healing symptoms it it does get worse before it gets better and I did have to learn that um and so yeah obviously like the physical aspect of it like seeing your skin get better is obviously just like the most relieving thing <laughs> after mm -hmm. so long of it being so bad and so that's obviously also something that I noticed um and yeah, just like, oh yeah, the itching, of course, the itching got yeah. a lot better. Um, so yeah, a little bit about that. But yeah, do you want to talk about what main food changes you made? Yeah. So on this journey that I'm currently on, I mean, like Valentina, I had been trying a lot of diets out to try to find healing and um, eliminate some of the symptoms that I was experiencing. And I remember at one point I became crazy and thought I would, you know, become a carnivore. And oh my God, <laughs> that's so crazy. Like if I only knew better, but of course I think that I had to try all of those things out to understand yeah. that they did, they, they're not working. They're not mm -hmm. going to work because it doesn't give your body the right circumstances to healing. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people might, you know, find relief when they do start eating mostly meat because they crowd out so many other things such as gluten and dairy, eggs, and only stick to meat and salad. But 
sooner or later, that's not going to cut it anymore. And Mm -hmm. that's how I felt, you know, I didn't even get any relief, even though I tried it out for a longer period of time. So Mm -hmm. when I did find the medical medium book and saw the no foods list, I basically jumped right into it. I'm a very um, all or nothing kind of person, (laughs) which I am working on. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, I really felt like I had nothing to lose anyways. So I just went straight into it, started with my lemon water, celery juice, (laughs) uh, heavy metal detox smoothie. And I tried out the, um, I think it's called the option C cleanse in the medical medium first book, which is for um, thyroid problems and Epstein-Barr. And then I went into the 28-day cleanse. So I did a lot of raw food, plant-based, um, holistic foods mm-hmm. um, together with, you know, the celery juice and everything. And ever since, I've just felt so much better. And when I would, you know, get into maybe have a little piece of cheese or a little piece of gluten, I would feel that the inflammation in my body would start to come back. So Mm -hmm. that was a very clear sign that what I was eating most of the time was what was best for me. And of course, that made me want to stick to that. Um, But I mean, it's been hard finding a balance because I went so, you know, I eliminated all the no foods all at once instead of Mm -hmm. taking it in baby steps. So Mm -hmm. I did it kind of the hard way because then I had to redo it, go back to basics and redo it. Um, But before finding medical medium, I was vegetarian for one year. And like Valentina said, um, it's crazy. I hadn't gotten vegetarian before because Mm -hmm. I felt so amazing. And, you know, I also am an animal lover. And Mm -hmm. I think it's an amazing thing that you can do for the planet and for our future kids and, you know, whatnot. (laughs) Um, And then I transitioned into a plant-based diet when I did implement medical medium, even though he, you know, he says that it's okay to have meat every once in a while. You should just be mindful of the quantity. But I felt um, it's better to eliminate it completely because I, he does say that it does put a strain on your liver. So I was like, no, I'm going to give my liver the right Mm -hmm. circumstances and try it out uh, Mm -hmm. all the way so I guess those were the main food changes I mean I completely eliminated all of the no foods and if you don't know the no foods like Valentina said are foods that tend to feed virus and bacteria and Mm -hmm. some of them don't feed them but they create kind of an acidic environment inside our body where virus and bacteria thrive Mm -hmm. um And that's so interesting because when you do get into like the science behind it and you also experience it personally, it's just so Mm -hmm. interesting to tie the dots together. And that really made me, you know, understand that everything I was noticing and the changes in my body um, was working from the diet Mm -hmm. changes. So I strongly Mm -hmm. believe in diet change because I believe it's a huge part, you know, like we said before, what you put into your body matters. And especially Mm -hmm. with food, like if you do put the wrong kind of gas into a car, it's not going to work. And Mm -hmm. that's the same for your body. But Mm -hmm. I mean, no 
one diet fits everyone. So tune inwards. And when you get started on your healing journey, be mindful of what's going on. If you're experiencing um, less symptoms, more of one and less of one, you can definitely check off the list of the no foods in your own time and do it in a way that will, you know, stick in the long run yeah. rather than trying all at once and then, you know, becoming tired of it and having to restart like I did. I guess that's my biggest mm -hmm. takeaway. It's better to take it step by step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, so the next one, um, it, we also, again, got two questions that are a little bit similar, so we thought we'd tie them in together. Um, so one person asked um, for some tips for starting healthy habits, um, and somebody else asked for the three best tips for maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So I think, like, first of all, when it comes to uh, starting healthy habits, I think you have to go inwards, tune in with your intuition mm -hmm. and ask yourself, what is a healthy habit to me? Because that's different for everyone. But I yeah, think it's like true. when you have a reason or, um, you know, an intuition behind what you're doing, a mm -hmm. why, then it will be easier to keep a habit because a habit mm -hmm. is something you do every day consistently and of course there can be days that you skip it but the intention <laughs> behind it is to you know create something that's healthy for you that will stick mm -hmm. with you for a long time so yeah. I also think you have to be realistic with it because you can't be you know not having any healthy habits to start like 50 on a daily basis so mm -hmm. ask yourself what is one easy thing that I can do today to become a healthier person and that can look like drinking half a liter of lemon water only that or it can be going out on a walk on a 10 minute walk around the block or it can be writing down three things that I'm grateful for and it doesn't only have to be about foods. It can be doing yoga. It can be singing in the shower. It can be eating an extra apple every day. <laughs> so really tune in to like what you feel would be healthy to you. And I would say three best tips for maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Um, wow, that's a hard question. <laughs> but I would definitely say... Um, mindset because i truly believe that um mindset is everything like if you set your mind to it and have a positive um mindset with positive thoughts that is so healthy and it will you know turn your dark days into light days and it can shift mm -hmm. your mood even though you might be experiencing more symptoms or be feeling down so mm -hmm. mindset is really a good way and I mean, that's like the umbrella for, I would say, my best tips are meditation, journaling, and yoga, because mm -hmm. all of those things will help you with your mindset, because they will go deeper within yourself mm -hmm. and connect you to your spirituality. And when you do that, I think you will find the answers to why you want to become like a healthy person and live a healthy mm -hmm. lifestyle. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I honestly have the exact same answer. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. 
figuring out uh, what your why is, is like my number one tip because that is something that you're, whenever it gets tough and whenever you don't feel like doing that certain healthy habit or, um, you know, when you kind of like get maybe a little bit lazy and like unmotivated, coming back to why you started it all and why you're doing it is such a massive motivator um, in my opinion and it's just it's such a good way to yeah to always just come back to like your true intention behind like keeping a healthy lifestyle or like um, healthy habits because it does get hard at times and you're not going to want to do certain things at times Um, and so I think whenever you can just like tune back in kind of remember why you started it all it's like yeah it's just a really good way to kind of like keep yourself accountable as well um Mm -hmm. so that's definitely one massive thing uh again I also thought making it realistic because if you set yourself super like high goals um or like a really high expectation uh if you wouldn't if you are not then not able to um maintain that that's going to demotivate you super much and you're not going to want to continue with it um and so i think making your goals and uh, like your standards realistic is super important because you can always set your standards higher or you know make a new goal once you feel like you've um achieved your first goal kind of like set like have a healthy um habit with one thing that you wanted to achieve you can always add another thing but I think overwhelming yourself from the beginning is just gonna make you not want to do it at all um and so yeah just like really thinking like what is gonna work for me what am I truly able to do and what is something that you know whether you want to do it on a daily basis on a weekly basis just like remember like what do I really think I would be able to achieve? Um, And then that way, you know, you're going to be able to stay more consistent, much easier. um, And that's obviously going to help you turn it into a proper habit uh, in the long run. Um, And I think my last thing is also definitely just like to have fun, because if you don't enjoy what you're doing in the long run, you're not going to continue doing it. um, And you know, you're also like, life is supposed to be fun. And so um, I think if you do things that you enjoy, it's also going to be so much easier to keep doing them and to like, keep yourself accountable and like, you know, um, also set your standards higher because you really feel like you're enjoying it. Um, And so I think that's super important. And just choose things that really bring you joy and try out different things. because again, like you might try something out and you're like, no, this is not for me. And then, you know, you might think like, okay, this isn't for me at all. But it's like, maybe you just have to try out something different. Just like with the yoga thing, there's so many different types of yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you might think something of a certain thing of like, you know, this is the way that it is. But in reality, like, there's so many different approaches that you can take to different things. Like also with meditation, for example, you know, many people think that meditation is just like sitting still and like not thinking anything and just like Mm -hmm. being with your thoughts and like, not like trying not to think anything. But in reality, like I figured out that like, um, 
for example, while I'm like doing yoga or when I'm going for a walk, just like tuning in with your breath, uh, that's also a form of meditation. And so I think it's really just like figuring out what works for you and what you really enjoy. Because personally, I'm also not the type of person to just like sit down and just like sit there in silence. <laughs> you know, sometimes it might work, but in general, I just don't enjoy it as much as like, uh, for example, doing some sort of movement and whilst focusing on my breath. Um, and so, yeah, just like figuring out what works for you, trying new things and yeah, just being open yeah. to everything. Wow, that motivated me so much. And I hope to the <laughs> listeners as well. That was so beautiful. And I think like one thing we could also do just because I think in terms of like food and diet things that we mm -hmm. can give a tip for maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Like mm -hmm. I personally believe that setting the routine of, you know, breakfast in the morning um, having, you know, your lemon water, your celery juice and heavy metal detox smoothie will really set your body up for success, not mm -hmm. only in terms of like healing, but mm -hmm. it will, you know, clear your brain of any brain fog, it will make you focus throughout the day, it will leave you feeling energized. So that in itself will like then give you the right circumstances to continue mm -hmm. your day in a healthy way. I really so find true. that when I do stick to that routine, I'm so much mm -hmm. more determined to, you know, mm -hmm. eating um, whole food, plant-based diet and, you know, going on my walks, doing my yoga, taking time for myself mm -hmm. um, and really tuning in is so much easier when I do have that morning routine. Um, yeah, what I can about only you? agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can only agree. I mean, I you realize it's kind of like with the no foods like sometimes you know I'm at a restaurant and I kind of you know I'm just like Ugh, I'm just gonna have something with gluten or Ugh, a little bit mm -hmm. of like dairy it's not gonna harm me and then I realize the effect and I'm just like wow this is like I completely forgot how much it affects me and then again you just like realize like this is why I'm doing all of this and it's kind of the same thing with uh, starting your day in in like a healthy way or like you know whatever that means for you it it sets you up to make better and healthier decisions throughout the entire day yeah. uh, because when you kind of like slack at the beginning of the day it's much easier to be like ah, I already didn't do that this morning so I might as well do this and then it just you know you kind of go into <laughs> like a little rabbit hole mentality <laughs> Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, definitely starting your day off uh, on kind of like quotation marks, the right foot is really good. I agree. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So I think the next question you can answer a little bit better. I think you might have <laughs> a little bit better <laughs> an experience. And that's somebody asked uh, for any tips for healing post-COVID fatigue. Yeah. I mean, I had... COVID three times, um, I think, uh, because I've been around people and uh, I, you know, they tested positive and sometimes I would get my test too late and it wasn't showing positive, but I was at home feeling not that well. But I think COVID with like, as well as with any other viral infection or infection in your body that can be, you know, from food poisoning or just getting the normal flu every year 
it's super important to understand that your body is having an invader inside of it. So you really have to wind down and mm -hmm. take it easy and give it the right circumstances to start healing. Um, and you can do that for so many ways. But I think especially with COVID, it's important to not push your body too hard. If you do feel tired, don't go and like... Um, push your body at the gym. Instead, wind down at home, maybe do some breath work and, you know, exercise your lungs through other ways and mm -hmm. be patient. Your body will heal. Um, and I think there are a lot of like things you can do in terms of diet and you can definitely work with a health coach or your health coach um, in terms of this. But um it is important to go on an antiviral protocol so you don't leave your body with the virus for too long because that can create those um, type of scenarios with uh, long-term COVID or mm. chronic COVID symptoms. So, I mean, wild blueberries is amazing for killing viruses, any type of berries, really. Uh, asparagus is amazing. Ginger is amazing. Celery juice and lemon water for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of leafy greens. A colorful diet filled with raw fruits and vegetables, I would say, is super important. And also a lot of people experience uh, this fatigue in combination with the COVID. And I mean, that's usually a sign of your body fighting the virus as you experience that fatigue and it can also be it's recovering from the infection so really make sure to drink a lot of coconut water a lot of cucumber juice um celery juice like i said before a lot of hydrating water and you can make water more hydrating by adding either lemon juice lime juice or also fruit into it because it activates the hydrational properties of the water and can make mm -hmm. it so much more hydrating to your body. Um, and I also think, of course, zinc is amazing for any viral activity in your body, along with L-lysin and lots of, you know, herbal teas and tinctures. And mm -hmm. just like really tune into your body and listen to what it craves from you and what it needs. Mm -hmm. And that can be going on a walk and meditating. Um, it can be lying down in the sofa and just focusing on your breath. It can be listening to calming music and rather give your time, uh, your body more time to heal than less to make sure that your body really gets rid of the virus. So we don't mm -hmm. end up with a chronic infection. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak from personal experience. I don't think I've, I mean, I think I've had it, but again, like I, I never tested positive or anything because this was like right before Corona happened. And so mm -hmm. I don't actually know whether it was Corona. Um, but definitely I think uh, focusing on really hydrating foods and again, like uh, drinking a lot of water is super, super important because that's, one of the ways that your body is able to flush out uh, like viruses and anything in your body that it 
like no longer serves it or you know never served it really <laughs> um, and so i think that's super important uh, i mean it really got gave some really good examples i think oranges is also a really good thing uh with mm-hmm. some good vitamin c in there um yeah just like a lot of fruits and things that are super healing for your body um and i think again like something that's super important is just like tuning in with your body and asking it what do you need right now because something again like you know we say this all the time but something that might have worked for one person is not guaranteed to work for you personally and so i think the the best way that you'll get like in quotation marks like the best answer for yourself is really to just like ask yourself whether that's through journaling or meditation or you know in what what, whatever way you feel like you can connect with yourself best just asking yourself like what do I need right now for my body to be able to recover what is going to give me the energy and the right environment uh, for my body to be able to heal itself because that's what it's Mm -hmm. constantly working towards Um, but of course if you're in a really stressful situation or you're not getting enough sleep your body is automatically your body always gives its energy to the most like uh, kind of prevalent thing. And so if, you know, you're in that certain situation and if you're in a really like stressful relationship or if you're, yeah, constantly surrounding yourself with like negative people that are draining your energy rather than filling you up, um, you know, just like ask yourself, like, what do you need? And so that I think is like the best way to be honest, to like know, um what is going to be best for you personally for sure and also just like holding compassion to your body and understand Mm -hmm. that it is going through something right now just like when you're on your period give it extra love and Mm self-care and Mm -hmm. also like there are some short-term um things you can do when you experience you know a dip in energy and that's Mm -hmm. you know sticking to the adrenal foods um and eating something every 90 minutes to make sure that your body has the fuel and nutrients to fight the virus and also i think raw honey is such an amazing thing to add into your herbal teas or just like Mm -hmm. putting a teaspoon of it into your mouth directly Mm -hmm. oh my god i can't speak it's also (laughs) amazing um so yeah, I guess that basically answers the question. And hopefully if you have had a COVID infection, know that you can heal from it. And yeah. uh, like any other virus out there, you can heal. And mm-hmm. it's important to not only, you know, focus on healing from past infections, but also boosting our immune system and preventing infections that can mm-hmm. come further along. So, yeah. And yeah, uh, that was the last question of today's episode. I think that we ended it on a good note. COVID Mm -hmm. is still ongoing. So hopefully that can help a lot of people out there. And Mm -hmm. we have so many questions left to answer. But like we said, (laughs) we'll save it for another episode or multiple episodes. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you learned something new. And hopefully you feel like you also got to know us a little bit better because um, we really want this to be a space where you feel like you're our friend and we're just having a conversation mm-hmm. exactly yeah 
I love that. And like Elvira said, I mean, just to be a space that, uh, you know, you can relate to these things and also just like not feel like you're alone because a lot of these things uh, and in general, a lot of health issues, so many people are experiencing it. Um, and yeah, I hope you never feel like, um, you know, you're the only person in the world going through something like that because there's, I'm sure there's so many other people going through something similar than you are. Um, and so... Yeah, I really hope that we were able to inspire you in some sort of way and motivate you to obviously live a healthy lifestyle, include lots of nourishing whole foods, of course. Um, and yeah, hopefully just like do something good for yourself today um, and any other day, of course. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And we're so excited to continue doing this. And mm -hmm. we're just at the beginning of this whole journey And um, we also want to say that in as a segment of each episode we're going to do, uh, mm -hmm. we thought that we would include one question towards the end of the episode. So make sure to stick around all the way through to the end. And also, if you do have any questions, if you come up with any while you're listening to our episode or, you know, whatever it might be send it to us in our DMs on Celery Juice Talks on Instagram so we can include them in one of the episodes and help you out, hopefully, with whatever it is you're experiencing. And of course, you are also anonymous. So don't worry yeah. about that. Exactly. I think that is like a good note to finish on. Um, so yeah, we really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, and we really look forward to talking to you again soon. Um, yeah, we wish you a lovely rest of the day, morning, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, talk to you soon. Sending lots of love. Bye. <laughs> Bye.